Hi and welcome to Square in the Circle, a podcast about how business owners in the creative industry balance the art and the business. Nikita Dean Hart, welcome to Squaring the Circle podcast. Thank you for joining me on a Tuesday morning. How are you? Thank you. I'm good, thank you. Um, yeah, How, thanks for having me on. No worries, no worries. No, it's, um, it's going to be a good chat. Um, and I always do uh, a bit of research, obviously, before chatting um, on the podcast. And looking at your Instagram, I, um, I was kind of amazed um, and intrigued about how much, and this certainly isn't a criticism, but how much um, you give away, I suppose, in terms of your knowledge. Um, you give a huge amount of tips uh, to your followers. So how, how important is that? Um, in terms of your, say, your marketing strategy, or actually maybe the better question is, why, why do you do that? Why do you give away, um, you know, quite a lot of education in your posts? I think there's two different types of people that I'm speaking to when I'm doing that. So firstly, I think it's nice to um, show what I'm doing to people that are interested in, in doing what I do um but also I think mainly to the people that would be interested in working with me and using my services to uh understand the process so I think we have a lot of creative um, businesses sometimes expectations are different <laughs> between us and the client so it's nice to I mean people love seeing behind the scenes stuff I know that I've posted some behind the scenes things and how I've got to sort of the end products um, without going into too much detail um, but it's nice to share with people how you do your craft and um, that, that can sort of manage expectations but then people are interested in it so yeah I think it's good to educate people as well about why video is important because um, you, you're still it's still an increasing uh, strategy that people are just trying to in, implement into their business but it's still it's still growing and I think it's really important that small businesses as well as big, big businesses are incorporating um, video marketing into their strategy and why what kind of statistics have been put out there and um, to prove what kind of results they've been producing. And, and so how did you um, how did you land on your prices then because that's another thing mm. that, is firstly it's a, it's a it's a shifting target but i know that when i was sort of first setting up um, i mean i cringe now looking back on what i used to charge <laughs> because you just you don't know what you don't know do you um and um, and now i'm sort of a bit more i'm very transparent with my pricing and sort of very upfront with it um and i'm and i'm comfortable with that but but it's always an interesting conversation to see how people get mm. to that point so um, yeah, what's your what's your uh, thoughts on that? It was it is really tricky. I don't know anybody that's not found it tricky when starting out. Um, I'm happy with the pricing that I'm at now because you've got to balance industry standards. You can't. I don't. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily right to try and be as um, competitive as possible, trying to offer the lowest price. I think it's looking looking online doing a bit of research maybe asking a few people that you know or 
you don't, you can still find an average price online and you can sort of go from there. Um, I think I, I've been told this, it's okay to charge just what you're comfortable with. So to not overstress it. You all you also it's in terms of business side, if you've got expenses, making sure that you're charging so that you're at least covering that, you're not going to lose money. Um, because you know, as a freelance or if you're running a business, you've got to cover your expenses as well as yours. So if if it seems like a high price, you've got to remember that it's almost sort of split in half. <laughs> you know, so it is, it is tricky. I go for some things I go by an hourly rate just to make it a little bit easier because I know of value-based pricing. Um, I've been told about it. I've researched a little bit about it. But for me, I've just found it easier to go by day rates um, and sometimes hourly hourly rates. Because sometimes I get small jobs come in that only require a couple of hours work and I don't see the point in um charging them a full full day um so i like to be flexible that last point is a interesting one though isn't it evaluating your own skills because i depending on what kind of person mm. you are mm. you get yourself into trouble both ways because if you think you're better than you are well that's, um, <laughs> that's never a good thing but mm. but a lot of time um people think that they're worse than they are despite getting clients despite the evidence to sort of disprove that um mm. so i think yeah either if you're too confident or not confident enough that can really reflect in how you run your business or or, or your sort of pricing structure really everybody's creativity is different so you could get and you produce something different from them and they were as they've always been in the same position that you were when you're started so you've got to learn and understand that and not compare yourself to them especially when actually when you get to speak to somebody who is more experienced than you then they're really understanding they're really open to help and give you advice and they'll actually say like I've, I've, I've been doing it for maybe a little bit longer but you know I'm still comparing myself to other people or I'm still I'm still learning yeah no one no one has ever despite appearances no one has ever got it worked out <laughs> yeah yeah that's it, what yeah. I've learned <laughs> it's true because you you speak to people and and you you know you ask questions and maybe they don't, don't even know the answer or they think oh yeah I went through that and um and there but that person that you asked will be going to their mentor whoever they ask questions to you mm. know? So, um yeah you and and I think the time I've always said or sort of thought that the time that you wake up and think, oh, well, that's me done. I've learned everything now. I've, I've literally got nothing more to learn. Well, that's, again, a dangerous thing, isn't it? So um, mm. yeah, staying humble and asking questions is never a bad thing, I don't think. So staying with the business side before we go on to the, the creative side, where does um, the majority of your work come from now? Is it clients that you've... Um, sort of picked up over the years through social media is it repeat work is it word of mouth do you advertise there's a lot of questions there but yeah where, where mostly does your work come from um most of my work has come from networking um a lot of my work is repeat work so a lot of my day-to-day -day work 
is either YouTube editing for businesses, small businesses that have YouTube channels they run where they share their own knowledge um, as part of their marketing strategy, leading that back into maybe getting clients or trying to sell something. Um, so I would edit their content that they would film over they would film it and send it over to me and I would add all the graphics and just polish it and get it optimized for YouTube. So I do a lot of that. And then a little bit of social um, media content creation, but video only. So um, but it's mostly been through networking. Yeah. Meeting people. And um, yeah, I think that's been the, the biggest strategy. I have my social media channels. But I haven't had much work actually come through through that. I think a lot of people find more value in meeting people in person and seeing what they're like, getting along with them, um, and then looking at what they produce. Yeah, okay, that's an interesting way to look at it. Because so, so you very much see your social media channel um, as in, in an ideal world. I, well, I suppose in an ideal world, you put some posts up and lots of work would come in. But everybody, again, knows that that doesn't mm -hmm. really happen unless you, you, you've reached mm -hmm. that level. However, you very much see your strategy as yeah. networking first, meeting that person, building that relationship. And then the social media and the websites will just back up essentially what you set um, and mm -hmm. make you look legitimate. And, you know, you'll you'll be good at what you do, essentially. Is that is that? Yeah, right? because... Yeah, those are both the important parts. People want to like your style and like the quality of work that you produce, but they also want to know that they can get along with you as a person and see if you're nice. Because then, in some cases, depending on what they're looking for, then they might come back to you, work with you monthly or weekly or um, at certain intervals of the year. So it's, it's both of those things are really, really important to people, I think. And I'm glad you said networking. I mean, I've been, uh, I've been, I was quite late to networking, really. Um, it happened for me round about COVID, like a lot of people, maybe online. Um, and before that, I knew the benefits of it, but I didn't really do it too much. But now, yeah, I just, it, it's so, so valuable. And now looking back, I don't know where I would be without it, which is really strange. Um, and, mm -hmm. it's, and that's not to say that it's an overnight thing. It's not. Um, but I always say to people, you know, when speaking to people that are just starting up, you know, what, what's the sort of secret sauce? Well, there isn't any secret sauce. However, the closest thing to it is getting out there and speaking to people um, mm -hmm. and just and not sort of thinking about what they can do for you, but what you can do for them. Because karma is a thing and networking is, is so, yeah, is so crucial to, to small businesses and freelancers. It was scary to get into if you're young uh, and you're just starting to get into business out of education or you're just starting to get into networking no matter what stage you're at in your business it can be scary and a lot of people don't like going talking about themselves um talking to other people um, especially a lot but they know that they need to do it but for me i've just had to it's like a survival thing like even if i'm a more introverted person you just have to do it for you it's like no one else is going to do it so you have to put yourself out there and network but it's also important to for for like a business side make sure that you're at the right networking events as well don't just go along to anything I think general ones are good 
Um, but if you're looking for clients, you need to think where are they going to be and then put yourself in that situation because um, that will, you've got to value your time. Hello, I'm Martin and I'm the Chief Operating Officer from the Creative Co What? Stick to the script. Right, okay. Fine. Hello, I'm Martin and I'm Ben's sidekick from the Creative Collective Networking Group. Oh, God. At 1pm every other Wednesday we meet on Zoom with... <gasps> videographers, photographers, web designers, graphic designers, marketing agencies, publishers, authors, actors, voiceover artists, copywriters, ghost writers, script writers, sound recordists, foley artists, video game designers, app designers, content creators, 3D printers, the people, not the machine, image consultants, jewellery makers, knife makers, medal makers, musicians, producers, presenters and more to have fun, build relationships, and work together. To register for an upcoming event, visit thecreativecollectivenetworking.co.uk. See you there. Unless you have your camera turned off, which someone did recently. The Creative Collective. Collaboration, not competition. Was that better? Good. How do you... Um, if you're if you've got a busy week at work and you're doing loads of editing and maybe you're, you're filming and um, essentially you're just very busy with creative stuff but it's but it's stuff that you're creating for other people how do you mm. keep creativity alive for you mm. I've stumped you <laughs> yeah I don't know I think it's a mixture of things I think because I, I wish I, I wish I could put in more time for myself to um, learn. Because you're always learning when you're doing something anyway. So I sort of exercise my creativity whilst I'm actually doing jobs. And each project is different. And I take that creativity and put it into the next thing or whatever technique I, or workflow. I always bring that. So I feel like I'm always exercising in, in that way. Um, but I think you can't help. I mean, I think actually my, my professional Instagram account, when I first made that, I wanted to make that a creative space. So people that I follow were specifically people in the industry, um, photographers, anyone that posted very creative content. So you'd go there and you'd either be inspired by the types of creative like I follow a lot of graphic designers on there as well, just to see all the shapes, because I do a lot of editing that doesn't have any footage in it. So I have to be creative with patterns and movement. So I like to see what other people are doing. All this, everyone's different types of styles. Um, looking at it, thinking how they've made that. Um, can I make that? Um, yes, it's like, it's like having my own little art gallery. <laughs> In, my, in that Instagram. So I'm very careful about who I do and don't follow. Um, they have to be posting creative stuff. So I, I have my little gallery that I can enter wherever I want um, and get some creative ideas. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's a, another good way to look at social media as well. Mm. Curating, curating Instagram for inspiration, essentially um mm. which can keep which which might be able to spark something for the next project which is 
um, which is vital, isn't it? Because I know that if I'm if I've done a video that I'm really pleased with, and I've maybe used a technique or even something like a, a transition or you know a different edit style or you know, maybe slightly different music or something. Anyway, something is slightly different. And I'm really pleased. And then the little voice in my head goes, yeah, but, you know, your creativity is going to run out soon. And what are you going to do for the next one? <laughs> Just keep on doing this. So it's that it's that constant kind of treadmill of what's next, what's next, what's next. That can mm. be really, um, sort of disabling, really. Do you, do you get create, or have you so far got, had creative block? Or is that, or maybe that the social media um, curation that you do aids with that? Yeah, some, sometimes. Um, being freelance really helps where you can you can take breaks, come back to it. Because um, I usually, even when I'm having a break, I will, even from the moment I wake up, if I've got something to do that day, I usually pre-do it in my head. So if I'm filming something, if I'm going to be filming something, and I need to come up with how to go get around it, or if I've got a complicated um, animation or edit I need to do, then I pre-edit it in my head so I know that I can do it, or I can think, is there a better way that I can do this? I'm always thinking, but I think I've been quite lucky, and I've surprised myself, and I can back this up with the feedback I've had from the client once the video or project is done, that um, I just I don't overthink creativity much I just think what I think is best so um, when people come to me and they want the video and they've got an idea and I get to know them I get to know their, their brand then I just plan what I what first comes to my head or what I think is right um, and it's it's worked <laughs> Right. Especially when then I get into the editing space and I can start playing around with music and the text and um, any types of graphics I need in there. They've been very pleased with how it's managed to reflect their brand. So I don't know how, how I've done it, but um, I guess my instincts have been mostly okay <laughs> um, with creating visual pieces that then reflect the, their brand and they've been quite happy with it. So, That's fascinating. Yeah, just don't overthink it. Just be natural. <clears throat> it's fascinating though because you say don't overthink it. And I would totally agree with that. That that some of your some of your ideas on a project just comes out of nowhere and you, you can't you can't just sort of sit down and say, right, let's come up with some good ideas. You know, that's not how it works, is it? But um yeah, I may seemingly you're in a really good spot in terms of creativity if you're running on instinct and that instinct is pleasing clients that's lovely because if you're running on instinct mm. um and then it wasn't pleasing clients well then you would overthink it <laughs> and then you would just be mm. going around in circles wouldn't you so yeah um that's yeah that's interesting so on on that then are you quite um you say you do quite a lot of it sounds like pre-production in your head basically but yeah <laughs> just going around when when you're trying to sleep probably but um yeah. so does that so once you come into the edit it sounds like you're quite despite being quite instinctual in your creativity you you like 
um, you like everything to be quite planned. Um, so is your workflow quite structured in that way? You know, for instance, if you're doing a video, do you always put the sound bites first or do you put, put the music down first, the graphics? Do you have like a template to work towards or does it totally depend on the project? Yeah, I have to be organized from the start. I, I don't necessarily do an incredible amount of written um, pre-production unless you know you've got the important information and details you need to have written down you need to share that with the client or whatever but um when I get to the editing stage um yeah I have to have everything organized in folders I try to be as organized as I can when I'm filming um a cup of board really helps with that or just sort of speaking to my future self in the camera to let myself know about what I'm doing <laughs> um but yeah even in my um premiere sort of templates when I start working every project ends up being different but I very quickly start to get a flow so I I'm a visual very visual person so I have to label everything as a color um so even in my my YouTube videos for example that I do for clients. Each section that they've got, maybe they, they're talking about certain like chapters. I have to block those and color those. Um, the intro and outro is always yellow for some reason. <laughs> um, but I have to be very organized and very clean in, in the edit and um, yeah, folders for days. And <laughs> you just mentioned how intuitive you are and how instinctive you are with creativity but seemingly that is i'm not trying to psychoanalyze you by the way but seemingly <laughs> that's only possible because you are so organized um in the post-production stage and you know where everything goes basically um, mm. whereas if you could speak to another video editor who needs it might take a bit longer but um he or she may just see what comes and, and, it, and it might be complete chaos until um, delivery basically and now I, I couldn't work like that I've actually got more organized as I've gone on as well just because and I do exactly the same as you so to, if I'm doing a, 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 a promo film I'll have you know probably three colors like the intro stage the second act and maybe you know that and that and mm -hmm. during that process that's really really important because you can slide the sound bites and slide the footage around um but still get that sense of the, the overall story so yeah i'm with you on that one um what does for your business um and i don't know if you thought of this maybe five ten years down the line 15 20 who knows or maybe even mm. uh, next year but what does success look like for for your business it's tricky because i've i've been asked this ever since i started and i've like people asking what your sort of end goal is or where do you see yourself in five years and um because you know I'd, I'd studied to do this but my paths keep changing all the time so like when I was when I was in college I did music so I wanted to be a singer and then I went into media and I was still doing music on the side so I thought I could do both and then I went into university to do TV and film production where I was supposed to then be like a runner and building myself up working for a production company on films and television shows. And then I've come out of that and then done more of the business side, providing video production services to corporate clients. Um, and then halfway through that sort of 
as I started and then slightly before I wanted to then be a translator for Korean and English. So my past always change. So hopefully this one is going to stay um, because it is my main source of income <laughs> and I'm enjoying being in control of it. But to answer your question, it's it's just been a, it's being a journey for me. Yeah, I think I think and I don't think you should make any apologies for that for not really knowing and actually just going with it because I think that so I mean you mentioned at the very start so many people have asked me you know five year ten year plan and it's the sort of where you start isn't it um and I and I yeah I think that there's sometimes the best way not all the time because it depends on the person doesn't it but I think sometimes it's just well I just want to get better and, and see where it goes and, and see where the path takes me and that's that's kind of fun mm. too so Great. All right. Well, we're on to the final two questions. Thank you so much again for taking the time out to speak to no me. Um, but the first question is what book or resource has had the biggest impact on you? And this can be in your business or it can be in your life. And um, I think listening, having connections of people that do what you do uh, or the people that run businesses, it's, it's been very educational for me since I started because I started networking when I started my business so it was the first time that I've been um friends or made any connections with people that are running a business so I've learned a lot from other people as well um for their for their advice so uh, I think the reason why I'm unsuccessful with books is I'm much more of a visual person so I prefer watching a video um yeah, to, to see, and I think I've retained information better when I'm looking at something. All right, so just before the final question, do you want to give yourself a social media plug um, so wherever anybody can find you, um, yeah, just let us know now. Yeah, so um, my business, NDH Productions, is on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, um, NDH underscore productions underscore. Um, and you've got my website, nhbackroom.co.uk, and I'm on LinkedIn as Nikita Greenheart. Perfect. Great. Right, the final question is, what one piece of advice would you give someone starting in the industry or your industry tomorrow? I think I've got to keep it short. Um, I guess be open. Choose what path fits right for you with either of these definitely focus on building relationships and people skills whilst also working on your craft because this industry is really hard to get into and you won't get anywhere if you don't necessarily know anybody <laughs> um i mean that's not 100 percent true but you said it's not 100% true. I reckon it's 99.9% .9 true. <laughs> um, who you know, not so much what you know. So, yeah, get out there and speak to mm. me. It's, it's, it's brilliant advice. All right. Well, Nikita, um, thank you so much for joining me today. I've had a really good chat. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you've hated it, keep quiet. But if you've loved it, you can support the show by sharing it with anyone who may love it too. Have a nice one and I'll see you next time for another episode of Squaring the Circle.